0: Hello.
1: Hello. Welcome back.
0: We are back uh, very fast. <laughs> we are on the tantra train, <laughs> so that is yeah. things are just going really fast. They flow. That's why it's called the diamond path. Yeah. I don't know if it's if it's any of the same.
1: No, the diamond path is a is a Buddhist tradition term. Why don't you explain to our listeners why it's called the diamond path?
0: I believe it's called that because a diamond is is sharp. It's yeah. crystal clear. It's it's the most strong, pure. I think they use it because they call it the fastest way of enlightenment. So, yeah. the diamond is just straight through.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like the best possible is 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 rare. Yeah. It's the best uh, possible way to get wealth, to get rich. Yeah. And is uh, indestructible.
0: Wait, when you go that way is no way back, right? There is no, 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 yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. If You ever have a, had a diamond? You, yeah. you are not going to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So jokes aside, the diamond path or the diamond way is referred to in Vajrayana Buddhism, the lineage that I have studied, it's a system that helps us cut through the illusions we have. And an illusion can be that we are separated from others, and that's why connection is so important. And it's required to have a spiritual teacher or a guru to guide you in the processes. And uh, you go through these esoteric practices as a way to get the realizations. It's, a, like, it's like a oneness of everything. And it's very hard to describe so I think that's also why Tantra is very difficult to d- discuss and explain. But when you, to get those realizations and you feel like you understand more and more, it's actually very simple and very beautiful. Uh, we were going to talk about how we came into this with teachers and yeah. uh, how we met our teachers. People mm-hmm. ask us that. How can I find someone to teach me Tantra?
1: Or mm, I... In Would you like to start first and tell how your story was?
0: Yeah, I can. I have to actually think. Uh, how because, old were you? You know, my memory is so blurry. I just, I'm so in the present moment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good yeah. answer. Yeah. I'm going I, to start I, to use it.
0: Yeah, you should, Lukas. Yeah. When, I, when I don't remember things, I just say I'm so in the present moment. I'm so mindful right now. Okay, I think I was in the end of my 20s when I first met the guy that later became my teacher. We, we met through some events and I think he added me on Facebook, asked me to join a project. It was an art project he was having at the time. And we kind of just emailed each other back and forth. And after a while we met and our relationship just naturally evolved from there. And because he was living in Tibet And had these guided tours in Bhutan and uh, Nepal. He was not in Norway more than a couple of times a year. So when he came to Norway, he always contacted me. And we just ended up spending a lot of time together when he was in Norway. And I don't know why it just became so natural. I think it's just always been a path to be drawn to those type of conversations. I have shared previous that I was a child looking for enlightenment, and then I kind of gave it up because there was no sense of of going after that. And then you end up, of course, in that lineage that has this as a key element. So yeah, I learned a lot. And I think I think the best way to describe how this relationship turn into a teacher-student relationship is to, to share with you something I wrote in my journals. The Girl and the Yogi My greatest teacher is a simple yogi. His many titles are not of importance to him and his journey overcomes many of the greatest adventures you have seen in the movies, yet his humbleness makes him not speak loud of such. I met him many times without noticing his powers. Our paths crossed several times through mutual friends and projects. I just knew he was different and my intuition told me he was a man of great knowledge. I could feel his vibration on a level I hadn't felt before and that was new to me. I couldn't recognize it. For many years, my spiritual practice was absent and I was just living my dharma because of the way I had integrated it into my daily life. But I deeply felt that I needed a teacher, a spiritual teacher, and I also knew it would be a hard task to find the right one. One day, during one of our many and long conversations, the words just slipped out of my mind. You are going to be my Buddha teacher. Why did I say that? I recall thinking, Buddha teacher? But that was the way we communicated, from the very beginning. No filter, no mind tricks or fear. Just straightforward, with honesty and presence, it allowed me to talk from the deepest source of myself. He just smiled and looked at me. Then he said, Yes, if you say so, madam, I will be your teacher. I have been waiting for you. Why didn't you tell me? I replied. The teacher appears when the student is ready, was his answer.
1: Wow. Wow. I... I... In a different way, resonates a lot with a situa- the, the situation that I had. I I was in in India studying yogic uh, psychology, and I, I I've always had been very interested in understanding chakras. Yeah, that that was uh, <laughs> Your thing, my thing. It still is. It still is, and chakra psychology and everything. So I was telling someone in, in, in these meetings that we had on on Sundays this sort of sevas or pujas services he said okay then i will go in, i'm going to bring you to someone you can talk about this because i had been doing my research in in the library talking with the swamis in the in the ashram and everything and i thought i reached the point where that's it There is nothing else that I can get from here. And um, because of my visa, I could stay there for a longer time, but I needed to find something to do with that time.
0: But did you feel like it it was linked to what I wrote in my notes? I felt like my spiritual practice has kind of stagnated. It was like, I felt like, okay, I've been... This is Roundest. it. Yeah, I, I what, got. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I got. I got everything that I could. Yeah, and thank you so much. This sounds great. I feel there are things that I don't understand, and even though I see, because I was looking at the at the subtle body map and mm. seeing the chakras and everything, it was like okay. But if this is energy that we harness in ourselves. Mm. How this energy connect with others? Because in none of the Upanishads or all the sacred texts in the in the Hinduistic tradition explained how these energy centers connected with the energy centers of others. Which, ah, really? Which
0: no, but when you studied chakras, you, no one it, taught you that it was you could connect the energy with others.
1: It wasn't part of the The teachings, it wasn't part of the curriculum. (laughs) So I was like kind of frustrated because I I said, when we say we connect heart to heart or when we, through mating in relationships, we connect the most, the softer and the most sensitive parts of our bodies together, that has to have an impact on how our energy transforms or Mm. collides. So this person with a lot of secrecy said, okay, you need to meet me this time, in this mm. place, blah, blah. And, you know, India, when people tell you a place and a time is more or less there, more or less at that time. So I was waiting there. He brought me to this teacher, and this teacher presented himself as a Tantra teacher. And I was like, no, 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 this is a mistake. I don't want <laughs> to learn Tantra. And I said, no, no, you want to learn Tantra. No, I don't. I Because I had this perception in my mind that Tantra was connected with sexual practices, and in no way was connected with what I was trying to okay. understand. And he said, this is a very weird way to start a conversation. He was talking to the guy that brought me there. I said, can you leave us alone? Can, you, can we sit down and talk? And he said, explain where you are, what do you want, and what are your questions? And he asked me a lot of questions and about how I felt about myself and how I connected with other people. And he started to to show me in the words that I used while I was explaining to him that what he wanted to share with me was how everything was connected and what were the rules behind all these connections. And... I left that meeting, that the guy that brought me to the meeting left, so I left that meeting and I started walking back to the ashram crying, because it was this sense of I had been losing my time studying a lot of things that make ourselves feel more divided into pieces or more categorized, Or I was trying to categorize the mind and the soul and the body, and I was missing the concept where everything gathered together
0: Mm, that everything is connected okay lucas we are going to dive into your teacher student relationship in the next episode because i think we need more time for this thank you so much
1: it's awesome